0: Hello, and thank you for tuning in to our PAC Politics Podcast. Guys, did you hear last night? Uh, I heard through the grapevine because, you know, I can't like officially confirm because we've been kicked off the platform. But on Twitter last night, President Trump said that millions, not a few or hundreds or thousands or hundreds of thousands, but millions of illegal aliens are going to be deported by ICE starting next week. So that's what we're talking about in this episode Thank you for tuning in. Let's go ahead. Let's dive in because uh, I'm so anxious to talk about this. All right. And one more time, thank you so much for tuning in. You're listening to our pack Politics Podcast. My name is Brittany McDowell, in case you don't know, and our podcast is brought to you by our organization, our United Resource Pack. We're a tax-exempt political organization. If you are listening, which I obviously know you are since you hear me talking right now, uh, you know that I sound so much better. I sound so much like myself. I was partially back to myself. Well, I was pretty close back to myself yesterday I've been sick like the last few days and today is the first day I literally like I feel like I'm ready to go full steam ahead so uh, I know I said it yesterday but I will say it once more today thank you so much to those of you that send positive energy positive vibes prayers my way because they definitely helped because I'm feeling so amazing I'm feeling back to my normal self. So, uh, if this is your first time tuning into our podcast, um, We typically talk about the politics of five key issues, those issues being abortion, welfare reform, rideshare regulation, illegal immigration, which is our topic of discussion for today, as well as biological gender. So, if any of these issues are issues that you care about or that you are just interested in, uh, whether on a deep level or a superficial level, you definitely want to connect with our podcast. Stay tuned so that way you can hear again about the politics of those issues. And one of the things that I'll note that differentiates us between, or, or from rather, uh, your typical run of the meal podcast is the fact that, like I mentioned earlier, we're a tax-exempt political organization. So The podcast is not our business. It's not what we do. It's just a marketing arm of what we do. Uh, After we wrap up with the podcast for today, uh, essentially what we do is we work to elect or defeat on the state, local, and federal levels politicians who are in line with what our organization wants to see on these issues. So if, uh, if you do want to be notified of our newest podcast episodes, the best way to do it is to like us on Facebook. You'll find the link in the description box of this episode. So again, you can connect with us on Facebook and know about those episodes when they are released. All right. So again, did you hear last night, the the, um, the topic of discussion, not just on Twitter, but just generally in the news, uh, is that President Trump is vowing to remove millions of illegal aliens, and he plans to start that next week. Um, apparently, it was uh, again last night that he sent out this tweet. And again, this is just from what I've heard, because, you know, uh, if you listen to our recent podcast episode at Resource Back, you'll be made aware that uh We've been banned. We've been uh, suspended from Twitter, I guess, indefinitely. Well, hopefully indefinitely, because we don't plan to go back. But um, anyway, so we heard through the grapevine from the Twitterverse uh, that President Trump sent out this tweet. Um, And and essentially, he said that U.S. immigration agents are planning to make a mass number of arrests. And again, this is starting next week. So mark your calendars. (laughs) So uh, the exact words, or again, so we heard, so we've researched is, and I quote, Next week, ICE will begin the process of removing the millions of illegal aliens who have illicitly found their way into the United States. End quote. Now, the thing to note here is that typically when you look at large scale ice operations, they're, they're typically kept secret to avoid tipping off um, both the, the illegal aliens as well as any conspirators who might be working with them. I, I don't know if you remember um, last year the country had an incident or specifically California, rather, there was an incident where President Trump... Um, I had to contend with the mayor of Oakland, California. Uh, essentially, the mayor alerted illegal aliens in Oakland that immigration war- raids were in the works and, and they were going to be happening. And that was utterly a disaster. Um, that's not, you know, it wasn't, it's not because of that specific incident that these uh, large-scale ICE operations are kept secret. But that's just an example of, one of the reasons why you typically don't hear about again large scale operations and when you're talking about millions of these people of these folks yes that does qualify as a large scale operation um you know and 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 one of our first podcast episodes i forget the exact title of it i think it was called like Um, judicial bias and illegal immigration, but basically it talked about judicial bias and and, and illegal immigration. Um, Because one of the things that I don't think a lot of people understand is that a lot of the stuff that we see from illegal aliens is really only possible because they have People and a lot of people in very, very high places that are willing to help them essentially break the law. Okay, Um, if you want to go down the list, they have a significant majority of Democrats. Um, And and I say this not because we are a political organization that is affiliated with the Republican Party. We are absolutely not. Uh, We are a non-connected super PAC. Uh, so we're not affiliated with a specific politician, nor are we affiliated with a specific party or organization. Um, we're completely and utterly independent. We're, we're free from anybody. And so I'm saying that uh, not because I'm politically motivated, but because, again, it is a fact. A significant portion of the, of the Democratic Party um, is in the pockets of of these illegal a- aliens uh, or groups that support the illegal alien, uh, populace. Uh, you've also got judges. Uh, I mentioned the judge, I believe, what was it in Massachusetts? I, I, I don't remember exactly her location, but essentially you had, uh, in the episode that I talked about the judicial bias episode, we talked about, uh, a judge who literally helps an illegal alien escape out the back door to evade capture by ICE. Okay. Uh, you have mayors, um, And we will, uh, well, we referenced. I referenced earlier the mayor of Oakland and how she alerted, you know, these people. Uh, And then you also have governors. And I kind of like on a on a side tangent. I don't mean to sound. I I don't. I hope I don't sound sexist. But I, 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 you know, would like to qualify myself in the fact that I guess I am a woman. And since they say only women can speak about women's issues, I think it's rather telling that, um, a lot of times when you see the other side evading, uh, or, or when you see the people who were helping to, uh, who were helping illegal immigrants, illegal aliens evade capture and deportation, they tend to be female. I mean, it's, I'm not saying all the time, but a majority of them are, are women. I don't know why, and I'm not going to guess why, but I, I'm just pointing out, uh, a very, uh, a very noticeable common denominator here. Okay, um, but but this said, when you look at you know the 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 the, the sizable portion of the Democratic Party, uh, the judges, the mayors, the governors, these are the people. This this is the reason why illegal aliens are able to evade and cap. They're able to evade capture um, and deportation. Uh, no individual person, no specific mayor or judge or governor individually is the, the sole reason why these folks are able to avoid capture and deportation. But when you look at all of them working independently, but as a whole, uh, the entirety of what all of them are doing uh, individually, end up collectively making up a system that uh, makes it so possible and even promotes uh, illegal aliens uh, being able to again evade capture and, and evade deportation, um, and 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 it brings to question, you know, if if you can just even. Very basically, imagine other people who broke laws, and if they had the same amount of help from the Democratic Party, from judges, from mayors, from governors. Like, if you want to talk about lawlessness, that's exactly what we would have. We had previous administrations that, um, quite honestly, made a lot of effort to work with illegal aliens, um, and and essentially what they did is they let the paperwork, as you you know probably would call it, they let the paperwork just build up. So then, what would end up happening is that it would take literally forever. We're talking years, a long time to deport illegal aliens. And so what we have now, guys, is we have a plan known as the Rocket Docket, uh, and that was put in place so that deportation orders could be expedited by the Justice Department, okay? Um, and, And this is, quite frankly, something that we haven't seen from other administrations. And Um, As you would expect, the plan has caused some public outrage and and it's because of the fact that the plan um, is counter to what the public has seen. Uh, You know, I mentioned again that the public is so used to the allowing people to stay even after they've been ordered to deport. Um, You know, we've just been so accustomed to seeing that. And so now that we're seeing stuff actually happen You've got some people who were freaking out because they're like, oh, snaps, they're really serious about deporting illegal aliens. You know, um, you know, it's it's not the lackadaisical leisurely approach um, that they've seen related to apprehending and enfor- enforcing deportation orders. So. Um, this administration, they're going after individuals who have gone through due process and who've received final orders of deportation. Uh, It's not enough just to receive those orders they're going to be enforced. You have to go. You're not going to be able to just walk around with your orders of deportation and and say, oh, I got the orders, but I'm still going to say, no bueno. That's not, gonna, that's not going to stand anymore. Okay, uh, I don't know if you remember the recent podcast I did. It was called 17-1131, uh, and it was about a native and citizen of the People's Republic of China and his denied application for asylum. Do you remember that one? Uh, If you don't know what I'm talking about, maybe you want to check it out after this, but uh, essentially he's been in the United States four years after having his claim for asylum denied. One of the things that I've said several times, and I will continue to say on this this podcast is the fact that asylum is not guaranteed. Okay. Asylum has to be granted. You have to come, you have to apply for asylum and you have to present a claim. That claim has to be credible. That claim cannot be an economic claim. Uh, and if it is found to be credible, it, you will be granted asylum. Okay. Uh, But that's not, again, it's not guaranteed. Okay. So his claim was denied. He, he went back and after it was denied, he asked for an appeal. Like he's been through this long process, but he's received most recently as of last month, another rejection of appeal. So they are saying, we're not going to even allow you to appeal anymore. You like, you've got to go. Okay. Um, that guy needs to be deported. Okay. This administration is finally standing up to people similar to Z. I believe that was what his name is, uh, X-I, I think it's Z. Um, people who have been in this country well beyond the time they've been legally afforded. They are saying enough is enough. Now, I'm obviously not a psychic, okay? Because if I were a psychic, I would totally be, you know... Able to tell you, even though I have a good inkling who is going to win the election in 2020, um, but but what I can say is that before the outrage even begins, I, I can tell you exactly what will play out. Okay, um, I've got some acronyms for you, so put them together. Um, I'm going to say it slowly so you can figure out what I'm and what and who I'm talking about. So, Caring News Network. Uh, And most soft news because censorship, again, those are acronyms, Um, they are going to have their cameramen show viewers reels of, of families being loaded into vans. Because they, as a unit, are being deported. Okay. That's what you're going to see. Okay. Then what you're going to see is you're going to see that followed up with their anchors, uh, getting on, uh, on camera and on cue, they're going to start screaming about how deporting people who have deportation orders is immoral. Okay. What they won't mention is that ICE agents treated the parents and the children they arrested with compassion and humanity, okay? They won't talk about the morality of ICE agents who enforce the immigration laws of our land while they are busy managing the record number of illegal alien families coming across the southern border uh, that we share with Mexico. They're just not going to tell you about it. Mark my words. Be prepared to see this play out on television. If you haven't figured it out by now, which I know you all are smart people, so I'm not telling you anything you don't know. Um, but but the open border sympathizers, what they do is they appeal to emotion and to feelings. They they pull at the heartstrings of Americans by asking if illegal alien adults can be arrested without their children because the children are at school or daycare or summer camp or at a friend's house, whatever. But what I ask you is, do these people ever ask if American parents should be arrested without their children because the parent is, say, in the car and the child is at home or school? Do these people ever ask if American parents should be arrested without their children because the parent is at home and the child is with friends or family? Do these people ever ask if American parents should be arrested without children because the parent is, say, in a bar and the child is at home or at the movies. Do, do they ever ask those questions? I don't care what the crime is. It's We don't want to separate families and children, right? I don't care what happens in other countries, be those, be that that country Mexico, Zimbabwe, China, don't know, don't care. Okay. But here in America, when you break the law, no matter the day, no matter the place, no matter the time, when the lawman cometh, if your name is in his book, you are going, you know, and 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 the the first kind of vision I have that comes to my mind, you know, um. I'm, I'm in my thirties and I don't know if any of you used to watch or still watch the reruns of Walker, Texas Ranger. You know what I mean? When Walker came for you, you are going, (laughs) you know, Mr. Chuck Norris, like did not care. And that is the way the law works here in this country. When you are in the book, when Chuck Norris comes for you, my friend, you were gone. Okay. Um, This is how it works in America. In America, you don't get to take your children to jail with you. You know, you should have thought about your children before you did whatever you did to land in jail or to get deported. Now is not the time to care about your children. Start caring about your children before you make the decision to put you in the position you end up in. Our nation has to send a message to individuals and to families that, that are in defiance of deportation orders. Okay. Um, I know we live in this age of safe spaces and, you know, everybody calls everything they don't agree with hate speech and, and, and all that good stuff. But here's the, here's the deal. Okay. Um, when you've got to go, you've got to go. I don't care how you feel about it. I don't care that it hurts your feelings and that you, we'll take you to a safe space on the way out, okay? Um, what other group of people that break the law run around demanding and protesting in the streets when you get to arrest them and, and how you get to arrest them? Like, what other group of people? How dare these people? Like how? How dare you? How dare you come here and make those types of demands? You want to hear a not so fun fact. According to Homeland Security officials, nearly all unauthorized migrants, and those are their words because you know what words I would use. I would say illegal aliens, but I'm going to use theirs since I'm quoting them. Nearly all unauthorized migrants who came to the United States in 2017 in family groups remain present in the country. Let that sink in. Most of these people, again, these are not people who have all been granted asylum. These are not people who have all had their claims uh, evaluated and and, and they've been awarded the accommodation of of being able to stay here uh, free from the persecutions of their country. These are just people who showed up. Nearly all of them are here and they're in families. It's 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 people who tell you, oh, you know, there's not that many people or the numbers, you know, that we have are skewed and there can't be that many people. And it's not that serious. Guys, this is very, very serious. And we have to take this seriously. And I'm glad that this administration is is starting to take it seriously. Well, they've been taking it seriously. and, And I'm happy to hear that starting next week, millions of illegal aliens are going to be deported that's, that's all good in my book. I mentioned earlier that we're more than just a podcast. We are a tax exempt political organization. Uh, and our organization again, is not affiliated with Democrats. We're not affiliated with Republicans. We simply exist to work to elect or defeat politicians on the local state and federal level who, uh, want to, do what's right for individuals, for families, communities, and ultimately our country. And so what we need is we need people who are willing to join us in the fight against illegal immigration. Okay. Um, what this administration is doing is awesome. Okay. Um, because, Quite frankly, our sovereign rights as a country to regulate who was here in our country is being undermined and disrespected. What we're seeing is blatant disrespect for the laws of our land, okay? And our organization wants to deport any and all illegal immigrants, okay? Regardless of if they've committed additional crimes other than overstaying a visa or just entering this country illegally, we don't care. If you're here illegally, you've got to go. We want politicians on the local, state, and federal levels who agree with us, okay? Uh, Our organization is against providing amnesty or a path to citizenship for immigrants that enter this country illegally. Our organization wants to see politicians on the local, state, and federal levels elected who don't want amnesty, okay? The reason we care is because when you get the right politicians in place, because politicians are the only ones that can propose and vote on policies this is how we see what we how do you think that we are in a in, in a in a situation right now where these illegal aliens have so many laws that protect them It's because the wrong politicians have been in office, okay? And now we're not going to get all of them out of office in 2020 because not all of them are up for re-election in 2020, okay? Those who aren't running for re-election, they may have people who are, you know, going to be running for their seats. And again, we as an organization do what we can on the local, state, and federal levels to say, who do we need to put in in office? You know? Um, and so one of the things that we look at is where they are on illegal immigration. So, uh, that is, that is our part. That is, that is what we're doing on this issue. But what I ask of you is if you're able to join us in the fight against illegal immigration, I strongly ask that you strongly consider it. Um, how you can do that is I mean, obviously you can, you know, connect to our, uh, organization by liking us on Facebook, not just so you hear the most recent episodes that, that we have come out, but just that way you can see, you know, what we're doing, check out some of our updates, go to our website, uh, you know, check out our press releases, um, especially in the next few months, we're going to be ramping up and, uh, talking about the politicians we're going to be running in support of or, uh, opposing during the 2020 election, um, Check out our news and information section so you can see some of the news and information that we put out on issues. But one of the, (coughs) excuse me, (coughs) excuse me, one of the main ways that we absolutely need people to stand with us and fight against illegal immigration is to make a one-time contribution. Not because we need, you know, operational costs, but because especially Entering into the 2020 campaign season, despite the fact that you know uh, that illegal immigration is wrong and that we know illegal immigration is wrong, there are a lot of people who just don't know enough of the facts. There are a lot of people who just aren't sold on illegal immigration being, being wrong. Okay. Uh, and how you reach those people is through advertisements. One of the things that you may not know is that running a political ad is highly regulated and highly restricted. Uh, the average person just can't take out an ad, especially related to, to, to political matters and be all good to go. You will have the federal election commission coming after you. You will have the Secretary of State coming after you. Uh, But our organization, again, as a political organization in this highly regulated space, does have the capacity to do that. Excuse me. So if you are in a position where you can make a one-time contribution so that way uh, we can use your contribution to elect local, state, and federal politicians who want to stop illegal immigration that would be greatly appreciated. And, and quite frankly, we absolutely need the support. Um, you know, if you can make that contribution, uh, if we don't use it to elect politicians, we would use your, your, your contribution to defeat politicians on the local state and federal levels who are what I refer to as open border sympathizers. So in the description box of this episode, you'll find a link where you can make a contribution. Uh, It can be of any amount that you choose. We do have some some, uh, amounts that we suggest, but you are not held to them. You can make, you know, again, whatever you are able to do. Uh, And again, it would be a one-time contribution. And so it would be greatly appreciated because this is the only way that we're able to accomplish our objective of electing and defeating politicians on the local state and federal level because as you see there are millions of on millions of illegal immigrants in in this country and uh, unfortunately even though president trump's administration is doing what it can uh in 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 uh in 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 uh, in partnership with ICE to deport these illegal aliens. It means nothing if we continue to have the politicians and policies in place that continue to allow them to stay here. And so this is, this is where we need you. So I absolutely ask that if you can, please please, please, please consider making a one-time contribution. So that said in advance, if you do, I sincerely appreciate it if you even considered it, but you're not able to. I also sincerely appreciate it. Um, The fact that you even considered is is utterly uh, something worthy of of, of thanks and gratitude. So that said, I'm going to close out this episode just to let you know we're on multiple podcast platforms. In addition to the contribution link in the description box of this episode. You'll see another link uh, where you can see the podcast platforms that we're located on in case you want to listen to us on a different podcast platform of your choice. So check that out if you want to check us out somewhere else. So that said, thank you so much for listening. Be sure to rate this podcast episode if you have the ability to do so. And just generally speaking, if you can rate the podcast on your pot, uh, platform of choice, that would be appreciated as well. And, and if you can share this, you know, some people may have not heard about the mass deportations that are happening starting next week. And people need to know. People need to know that, you know what, this administration is serious. This administration will not continue to sit on the sidelines and be complicit with the, the breaking of our laws. That's that's not acceptable. So share this because people need to know and especially share it with the people who are in support because they need to know what's happening as of next week. <laughs> so that said, again, thank you so much for listening. You've been listening to our PAC Politics Podcast. My name is Brittany McDowell and it was a pleasure to connect with you today. I'll see you tomorrow. Have a good one, guys. Bye-bye.